This episode is brought to you by Bobby D Presents. Everybody, welcome back, Street Scholars. I'm excited for this episode on some real shit. We haven't had a guest yet, and we talked yeah. about it. We talked about it. Go, let, I mean, no, no, with all due respect, like, go. Let's not get a celebrity guest. Like, I want a real people, real story type of vibe. Yeah. That's what started Street Scholars. Yes. I, I do want to get back into that, or at least put it back Stay, into. Keep it there. At least put yeah. it back in the format yeah. somehow. And, rotation, um, rotation. When you told me we were having you as a guest today too, I was like Horny, excited wet. about Thank your you. story. No, I was super <laughs> excited. I was excited to get yeah. to get into a real story. <laughs> Thank you. Thank time. You. I heard somewhat of your story, and um, I'm excited to get to it. It's gonna, guys, but not yet. You're, yeah, you're you're yes. in, you're in for uh, one of those OG real people, real story type of shit. Mm-hmm. We're gonna Let's get into that because go. I, I, I want to get into it already. But we do gotta go with the protocol, with the format, with yep. the schedule. We gotta get into the weekend. Uh, but before the weekend, before we talk about you're not down, G Money, yeah, which is a great time. Yeah, oh, I can't wait. But wait, so many stories. let's get to bigger things. No pun intended. No, no let's pun intended. Let's get to some bigger things. <laughs> what are you thinking right now, Rock? What's going on in your mind right now? Because I know, know it's a million times an hour. This is me, G Money. Where'd we go? Let's start. We got invited on some, and this is some VIP shit. This is awesome Amherst shit. We'll yes, that yes. Later as well. Now I know how Amherst feels that you're not down. Exactly. This, this is how I know. I get it. So our bo- um, do the big hobby. St- I don't even want to say a hobby store. It's a hobby fucking warehouse. Oh yeah, it's huge. It's called Frankenstein. I think everybody kind of knows what Frankenstein's is. If you don't, then you're, Google it. You're stupid. Yeah, you're not a fucking nerd. And we we still happen to know Frank from Frankenstein's. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real. That's VIP. Like I didn't believe, oh, bro. <laughs> I didn't believe when you when you were telling me, oh, that's Frank from Frankenstein's, because he was on our live, like, and I was like, no way. Yeah. Until we got invited. To his fucking warehouse. No, go on, Rock. I'm sorry for One of the most amazing dudes you're gonna meet. And I just and I'm not saying anything biased, but G Money met him that day. He's just a really good dude. I did not expect him to be like that. Like this guy, I mean, for sure is probably multi-millionaire. Multi-millionaire, but fun and fucking humble. It's someone that like I could I would chill with at the park having drinks with. You wouldn't believe who he was. Like this fool, like it was someone I'm like, dude, like. You're fucking. This is, he showed me one of the best times of my life. Like Down on all. Cool. No, for real. It's like right. when he took me up to when we went up to his office. It was like, like an adult kid playground Ooh. of just toys, bro. But Ooh. not explain what he had on the floor. Like he just explain. All right, explain the room. So first VIP. Went, you go into the. You take an elevator up, right? Okay. You take an elevator up, and then boom, it Say opens, less. and then there's a couch. Like a regular, the couch, I want to say it was the couch from The Simpsons because everything in there was collectible, <laughs> but I would, if he would have told me it that's the couch been, from The Simpsons. It might have been married with children. Yes, Who knows? I wouldn't believe the guy because everything in there was so fucking valuable. Wow. Every, but there was so much. It was kind of like walking like this, but in a big area. It's, it's not, not a like small a office. Room. It's not a small. It's a office. whole upstairs. The, upstairs. It, it had. I he had. It. There was an office Dude. in his office where he had. I don't know if he's gonna get mad at this, but he had a little. Don't say it. I have to see it for the people. <laughs> okay, I but, need to know. but he might be. He's coming out next week. He's coming out next week. So go ahead. All right. So he had like a bookshelf. Oh my god! And you turn like the movies, it, and it opens up, and there's a sex dungeon in there. Yeah. It wasn't a sex dungeon. It's a sex dungeon. Okay, maybe it it's is. A sex dungeon. Damn. It's a sex yeah. dungeon. Hey, well, who who it, who, I hope his wife ain't yes. listening to this. Him and Rocky went in there photos. for ten minutes. I don't know what happened. Did huh? you take photos? 
<coughs> we oh, none of that we couldn't. We were so. Oh. We're, I was not, so we're not gonna talk about that part. I was oh. So I was so fucking like amazed. A little kid, you're a little kid. Like I didn't know what to do. Like literally, we're walking through and everything is worth so much fucking money. Yeah. Example, this is how, yeah. Example. example. We're, we're leaving the the sex dungeon part, and then he's like, "Oh, look at this!" And he picks something off the fucking floor, and Gold. he's like, "This is the original um, Dr. Dre um, chronic, chronic record, clear gold." Wow. Oh, it's yeah, clear. It's clear. clear. It was clear. And, he's, and it's signed by Dr. Dre. And he's like, all right, oh, look at this. And he throws chucks it, it on the fucking floor. Just chucks it like, and we're like, what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> That's a house. Yes. Like, <laughs> or a condo at least. Everything around, like, even like. catch you while he throws like, it. Like, Whoa. He has every baseball signed by every, like, all-star in the world. It just, like, it's, it's, it's so much we can't even explain to you guys. No, and, and it was amazing. It, amazing. It, it, dude. It's, it's like Willy Wonka in a chocolate factory. I was thinking that. Of I wish toys. I was there. But I'm he's jealous. like, Willy Wonka was Cooler. like, yeah, like did a bump and drank a Red Bull. Like he was so fucking cool. <laughs> like, and even me and Jimmy were like, we'll, we'll do our own thing and he'll call, hey, where the fuck are you guys? Yeah, like, what the fuck are you here? Like, he really wanted us to just chew oh, with him. I love he was that. a good, like, I really, like, fell in love with but the guy. But G Money did fuck up that. on his part. G Money fucked up right here because we're there, everything off his old, it's collectible. Okay. He gave G Money some popcorn. <laughs> I think the popcorn. It was a collectible, collectible popcorn. popcorn. It had, um, I think it had Kareem uh, Dujabar on it the had, cover. Um, <laughs> it had Kim Kardashian's dad. <laughs> On the, the Olympics, <laughs> what's his it name? It was such an old Bruce Bruce it was a collectible Tasted like popcorn, nuts. and he ate it. It was like, it was so, shut up, you ate it. It was fucking he's stale like, as he's fuck. Like, he wants some popcorn, though. Yeah, like, dude. And then like, this is how cool he is. Like he he gave me and Rock a, a Michelob Ultra, right? So mm -hmm. we're cold beer right there. Like, dude, we're right here in Living the toy the factory dude. drinking Michelobes, and then he's like, "Hey, I'm out of beers. Um, you want me to crack this open? Brings open a collectible twelve Budweiser. pack of yeah, like the the ones with the Clydesdale." On it like the, the old school. I, no, I think it was like it was like a. a, a, a I had there somebody on it, but it was collecting. Yes, like, and we're like, like no, go. what the fuck? <laughs> they don't open enough for us. Like, yeah, he. It just it's hard to explain how amazing, but you gotta go. I'm love did, it. Oh, uh, we'll, we'll take you there. I'm I'm already I'm ready. I want to. I want to be because, there. Uh, if, I'm like if, this. If you're somebody right you want to do a meet and greet. You go to Frankenstein's. He had the whole he had the whole setup there. Mm. So I remember Undertaker went there and he invited me. I didn't Bret go. Hart, he invites oh. me all the time. Bret Hart. He invites a lot of famous people that go there. While they ask him, they could go. I would have went for them. Mm -hmm. And Damn, well, you got the I mean, Fluffy <laughs> was his guest. And the line, I'll, I'll I'll try to paint the picture. Um, the line is about five hour wait, bro. Yeah, wait at least outside for three hours before you even got inside. Really? And then there's it a was, line inside. It's it's it was ridiculous. Um, for Fluffy. me and Jenny, we just walked in like kicking in yeah. the back. We're, we even parked. Like yeah, they, like yeah. VIP. Shout to Santa Claus. Yeah, the Santa security. Claus the security. So we're there, and um, it's a big line, bro. And mm -hmm. we're just chilling, and Fluffy's there, you know. And he hadn't seen Fluffy in about seven, eight years. Yeah, Fluff, they had beef. Fluffy used to go because he had beef because Frank is. He'll tell you. He's like a G money. He, he'll tell you. Now he, we know why. He don't give a fuck who you are, how famous you are. If you're a dick, he's gonna tell you you're a dick. Yeah. And he got all offended because he goes, "Who the fuck is security or photographer? They're fucking whack." Like he didn't tell you. Wow. He don't kiss yeah. ass. Like he's a millionaire. Yeah. He don't, and he the don't photographer was like Fluffy's cousin. Yeah. And was, he got butt hurt. And so Frank goes, dude, like, like, what the fuck is this? And anyway, so Fluffy got all butt hurt. So Fluffy hasn't talked to him like in seven, eight years okay. until Fluffy's manager, some chick hit him up. Hey, we're doing a meet and greet before Dodger Stadium. You know, um, Fluffy is performing at Dodger Stadium. Sold out, by the way. Yeah. Two nights. And that's and that is a big deal. You yeah, know, it's huge. So he invites me and G Money, and me and G Money were pretty much about. 
want to support want to support Rasa, want to be there. Mm-hmm. He's Mexican. I go, you know what, Jimmy? Let's go stop by. I mean, and we didn't go to like promote the podcast. Oh, get you on a podcast. Like, no. I mean, if it happened, like, it happened, like we, we just went to go chill. Like, right. fuck yeah. it. He's probably a funny dude. He's fucking cool to kick yeah, it with. Yeah, he seems cool, like a sweetheart. He seems like a sweet dude on TV. And okay. I told a story a little bit on Nashville, but. I wasn't. I was watching from a distance, and Frank was kind of laughing already. What was gonna happen? I think Frank knew. He knew. Frank knew that Jimmy was gonna go over there and approach him. Like, and, and look, it's like it's ten of us in the back. The, the show's done. The show's done. The only people there are the people that Fluffy know and me and Rocky. Okay, so that's yeah. Chill. It's just us. Chill. It's just us. No like, strangers. If okay. you're if you're where we were, it, it was it was it was secluded from everybody. It was right. backstage. If you were in that area, you had to be somebody at of least. Course. Of v- it was really VIP. Right, right. You know, no security, whatever the fuck. Of course. And this is what happened. I need to know. So we got these little baseballs, right? That he was handing out to everybody. We got one we're in the back. Oh, but, he handed it out. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Or, or his, his little friend right. was handing them out. Um. So. I have this kid on my football team. Shout out to Boneyard. He's the biggest fluffy fan. Like, I'm talking about, like, he even dresses up like him. Like, huge, huge fluffy fan. So I could care less about an autograph. I could care less about anything else. You're Unless you're fucking Alton John, I'm not going to go up and ask for an autograph of or course. something. You know, like someone crazy, like, you know? Yeah. So <clears throat> we had the baseballs. And after I remember this, I told Rocky, I'm like, you know what? I'm going to get an autograph for Boneyard. That is like, very he's right, like he's that right, so he's right, right there. He's like, right here. It's like me to you. He's right here. And next that would to mean us. the world to this to Bonner. hundred percent. It'll mean the world to this kid. So right? G Money felt like I'll be I'll be a dick if I don't ask him yes. to sign it. It's not a big deal. Like we're literally like, I'm G Money, you're fluffy. Okay. We're just kicking it next yeah. to each other. Kicking it's it. not even like he's not at a restaurant with his family. It's no, like no. we're really this is the time you guys are all to go and talk out. to a guy. Yeah. So I go and I come up with the ball and I even got a marker and I'm like, hey, I got this kid that I coach on in, on my football team and boom, got I'm, not, at. I'm not signing any balls. Hey, he's not signing any balls. Whoa. What and I'm the like, fuck? you had a long day. He's not talking yeah, to anybody. He don't want to talk to Leave nobody. him alone. And I'm oh, like, shit. oh, fuck, dude. Like, and then even like, oh, no. Uh, and they're not real security. They're like, his little homies his that they're his... about to get racked up. If we weren't at Frank's place, if Frank didn't show me one of the best times of my fucking life, I would have said, shut the fuck up and fuck you, you fat piece of shit for not signing this fucking ball. Probably. I would have fucking wow. smacked him. Honestly, because look, at the I end of the day- all respect for that, yeah, dude. Damn. Dude, this is what you wanted, Fluffy. This is for a kid that you would have made him. I didn't want the fucking autograph. If it was for me, cool. Hey, fuck me, bro. But this is for a kid that I explained right off the bat and he didn't let me finish. He didn't want to sign his fucking and baseball. To me, the- and that could have made his, this kid whole life. Oh, 100%. Maybe he looks but up to thing, him and wants to be a comedian. Yeah. And now, but the thing is, well, G-Money didn't rain in his parade. G-Money didn't talk about, about our fuck to the kid. He don't want to rain in anybody's parade. It's too, it. no. He's too young for that. You don't right. need to, like, like, they're still Santa Claus. But my thing is, is that Fluffy's right there. Like, he could tell G-Money and fucking South, hey, bro, look it. I can't Santa Claus daughter's, like, whatever it is. Talk to you like a man. Yeah, I'll he say can't, something else. But you want to act no, like. No, he can't talk for himself. He's royalty. His people were talking for, hey, he had a long day, leave him alone. Like, he just kicking like this. Wow. Like, bitch, like, I'm right here in front of you. You tell, like, your like, you tell me. You're like, you look ahead now and pretended like he couldn't breathe. And Jimmy's like, like this. Like, Jimmy's like this. Hey, bro, can you see that? He's like, hey, hey man. He's like this, head down. Like, bro, like, and, oh. not even, he didn't even have he enough acknowledge respect. Money at the he end. didn't even have enough respect just as a man, as a human being, Thank to look you. you in the eye yeah. and be like, yo, I'm t-, like, whatever. But he, he just had his head down and had his little, his little, Explain yourself. his little crazy. elves come and tell you no. No, and it's crazy because one was 
two feet tall that you said it's out. Funny say, uh, one Did you guy, know that? One no. Guy, one one guy, was an elf. No, he's a dwarf. They call it dwarfs. Oh, okay, okay. One's a dwarf. <laughs> Sorry. And you know what the dwarf <laughs> is? I'm just thinking of Wait, Santa Claus. No. Funny story. The dwarf is his ex Tanya's uncle. <laughs> Remember we talked? Yes. This is real shit. Yeah. yeah. Can he make it up? Yeah. And that's one of the guys saying, hey, he, he's, he's tired. What? Like, bro, I could have really just kicked him like, in the okay. mouth, slapped the other guy. It would have been like. <laughs> Look at bro. It's like this. I lost this. all respect for it's this like, fluffy If you see cat. like somebody with the, with the dog on a leash and you try to pet it, hey, don't pet him. He had a bad day. He for might sure. bite. That's what they were treating like. He, like, he was their dog and you couldn't talk to him. Yeah. like It was so uh, weird. He, he made himself. Weird. And you know what? Fuck it's, Fluffy. I'm going to say fuck Fluffy. No, for real. New that. hashtag. Yeah, fuck Fluffy. <laughs> and you know what's crazy? Honestly, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. That took a turn for a word. Yeah, and I explain yeah. this to a few other people and tell me why these are people I would consider certified or no other people. Mm -hmm. And they were like, hey, this is not the first time yep. I've heard about this fool acting like that. Or this is not the first time like one of them does that's say crazy. he does a lot of like work for, let's just say the homeless or needy. He's like, I've heard that fool won't even reach back, won't even... Try to help. Like he's I don't I don't call men bitches, but he's a bitch. He's a bitch. I'll I'll G money and he's such a bitch. Wow. He won't sign a baseball, but For he a will sign a what? Kid, He'll sign a fucking dick. Tell him the story. There is a soul Frank ended up Frank don't give a fuck. Frank was like, you know what? We're at a fucking uh an event one time and he was fucked up or he used to drink and some guy was like, Hey, you won't sign this. Are you a won't cholo sign, I'll sign anything? And he's like, Oh, you'll sign anything? They went to the bathroom and he signed his fucking dick. You'll sign a dick, but you won't sign a baseball for a <laughs> little and that's fucking a true story. Kid? And this is a true story. And you know what? Like And Fluffy even said it, Fluffy goes, Hey, he had a big dick. <laughs> Fluffy said he had a big yeah. dick. Yeah, and you know what? So what the, the other day, I went over to Boneyard's house. Oh, no, Fluffy, um, I'm sorry. And I just gave him no the regular baseball. I gave him the regular cool. baseball. I didn't say nothing. I'm like, hey, this is from Fluffy. Just so he could be like, oh, you know what? That's still my dude. He's wow. still a kid. That's He's 12 cool. years old, like, right? Yeah, That's really rain. dope I'm not going like, to rain him. Yeah. Still, you still made I told him his look dad, good. Though. I told his dad, hey, Fluffy's a bitch. But you know what? Boneyard, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening, you know what? You have real heroes at your pad. That's your mom and your dad. They support you and they take care of you like fucking crazy. Those are the ones right there that you should be looking up to. But I got you no matter what. And me, you're cold. But whatever. Yes. Wow. guys, want to take a small commercial break. When we get back, we're going to find out what happened at your night down. This show is sponsored by Apish, premium cannabis weed brand. Follow them on Apish underscore OG. Website, www.apishog.com. Let's go apeshit. Welcome back. Welcome Before back. we get off that story real fast, I just want to say, look at guys. We're going to put a trailer up for this episode like we do every episode. <laughs> for audio, for YouTube, Twitch, whatever it is. We're going to put this episode up. And when we put this trailer up on Street Scholars, make sure you go to our page, Street Scholars underscore, and tag Fluffy. Tag, tag Fluffy. Fluffy. Tag, everybody tag Fluffy. If Mario Lopez sure. could go out of his way to comment on you know Street what? Scholars exactly. or on my, my page, whatever, it's like whatever, you could fucking sign a ball, Fluffy. You're no fucking Mario Lopez. Exactly. You, you look like Mario Lopez ate Bayside. Like, shut the fuck up. <laughs> it looks like you ate Mario Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, we but were on a happier note. You know what's crazy though? You guys were like, we're gonna meet Fluffy. Like you guys were excited Dude, too. And he was like, he's cool cool thing. He seems like, like a sweet, funny guy on TV. It was nothing like that. And then we start hearing all these other stories about him. Oh like, yeah, like, now wow, it's like bro. everybody's so he made it a point. He's he said he's like, I that's why I never want to meet anybody that I look up to or anything, because I don't want to be disappointed. Yeah. It was the turnoff and um it's it's crazy because he's uh, at the end of the day, I know he's a like he just he's the entertainer, but he's just an act. He's like mm -hmm. he's just an act. He's faking His it. Whole he's not an act. cool. He's not funny. Like fuck him. 
Like, even after he was sitting by himself, it looked like no one even wants to approach him. Like even his own homies. Yeah, he was by himself, bro. Like it was, it was, it was such a weird vibe. Like, like there was a celebrity you kick it with. Like, hey, what's up? Who you kick it with them after? Like yeah. this guy was like just weird, emo the fuck out, yeah, bro. You know, hashtag Fluffy ain't cool. Fluffy ain't. There's hashtag a fuck Fluffy. You like that one better? <laughs> but Fluffy's canceled. We did That's go. Crazy. Shout out to Angie V, always hooking us yes, up. Angie and v, we Carrie, always looking you. out yeah, for Carrie. us. And Dodger Girl. And Dodger Girl. It was security. your night down last Sunday. And once again, not once again, it's probably the best time we had at your night really? down. Really? Um, for, for, for real, it's oh my, my best God. time. I had a blast. It was it was so cool. They gave us the best table right by the stage. It was, I mean, they gave us wristbands to go backstage mm -hmm. if we wanted to. But it was just a really good thing. Me, G Money. Um, could we could go through like there's a VIP some fluffy entrance where you go to the restroom yeah. and, and nobody really sees you, but I go now nah, let's go through the crowd let's go through the crowd say what's up to everybody and we meant to it took like, us about an hour to get to and the shout out to you you know what I know we're not a really a big deal but the way you made us feel at least the made me feel yeah yeah, yeah. I felt for the hour great there. for the hour I was walking through the crowd I felt like a celebrity and a man a lot it motivates the fuck out of me like that's so and even if I did get big. I can't picture myself ever acting like Fluffy. No. Like, that's mind-blowing. If someone blowing, told you man. to sign your ball over there, you would have signed a fucking ball. I won't ball. sign your dick, but I'll, I'll sign your ball. Everyone's ball. <laughs> yes. No, the, really, the people there, the crowd there in general is just a different type of crowd. And it was hard to explain because Concrete went with us, and he didn't know, mu he didn't know much about mm -hmm. it. But I had to explain to him as good as I could and just saying it's just a vibe. Like, everyone there is just different. No one's trying to outdo nobody. Everyone's there to just support just and have a have fucking a good, time. good time. And, dude, I knew Concrete was... Once he took his hat off and let his long he hair let go, his hair I was like, damn, this was horrible. Concrete right? was on a table dancing. He was on the table I, after. You know, the cool thing about You're Not Down 2 is when you're there, everybody is genuinely happy to see you. Like, yes. you, you, like, yeah. you, everyone's genuinely happy and they're, like, so excited to take photos and all of those things so that's great I, I love it that was, I'm glad you guys had a great time it was such a good time there was some dude there that was kicking at our table good handsome guy I get it cool oh, dude I, funny I heard about this fucking yeah. dude <laughs> and this guy he's like one of my best friends I, I don't, I don't want to put him on blast this guy's so he's there having a blast he probably macked on five to six chicks that maybe night. Maybe I think one one guy too. Are maybe. You <laughs> oh, he was so out of control. He was living his best life. Oh, you're not down. <laughs> I think and, even, he and even, she knows I'm always with this guy. She goes, you're, you're with him like every day almost. Like you're with him every day. Hold on. Why do I feel like I'm sitting really close to this guy? It's not me if that's what you're thinking or it's not C's. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's so so this guy, he's fucking um having time with what? <laughs> this guy. So this guy. No, it's she sees him. My, my, I take my chick, who's my chick. Okay. And she, and she, she was having a blast. Oh, huh? she had she had an amazing time. Like she goes, man, this is such a cool vibe. Yeah. But she goes, look, like you're not allowed look to good. go. She goes, you're not allowed to go there without me anymore. <laughs> and I go, why? why? Like yeah. it's a good. You just said it's a good vibe. Yeah. She goes, because that's one of your best friends. I see the way he's behaving. <laughs> so imagine how, how you would be. Is that how you act? That's what she told me. <laughs> she goes, that, I go, no. I go, I don't sweet angel. I, go, I, I act like fluffy. And you're not down. I don't talk to nobody. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah. Like, so she goes, well, you can't go without me. It was that much fun. Like, it was that yeah. much of a blast. Yeah. I, I had a good fucking time. Um, I was dancing the whole night. We, we had that section right there. Everybody was so fucking cool. I had someone come up to me and was like, 
it's science. And I'm like, how the fuck you know it's science? That's just yeah. some stupid shit I hashtag, but it was so fucking fun. Everybody was cool. Rezo was there. Um, shout out to Slick Vic. Slick he Vic. was, was there. there. Um, they didn't. Slick Vic and um, Lisa was there. They didn't dance though. Well, Slick Vic and Rezo didn't dance. Rezo was, was busy because I, I, I want to say he met Morales, but I'm not going to throw no one. He met the stud? Yeah. yeah, there was a stud. Oh, shit. We have a stud homegirl. Her name is Morales. And he the, was macking her? The thing about Morales is she's a stud and she likes guys, so nobody's safe. No one. I wasn't safe. So, Morales. <laughs> there was a stud there. Like there, was a, there was a lesbian chick there, and she was in back, and I took my, my chick in back. Oh, this I, girl I know what comes, you're talking this about. girl comes up to me. And she goes, Hey, remember me? I go, Yeah, what's up? How you been? She goes, You remember last time we kissed? I'm like, Chick's right here. What, what the, the fuck, fuck is wrong with you? She said that? Uh, yes. I was like, That was know? a stud you kissed? She, oh, she, didn't, she didn't look like a stud that day. Like, but yeah, uh, but, but yeah, she, I she go, was, What's wrong with this? She wore a regular bra, not her sports bra. What's wrong with this fucking um, chick, dude? Weirdo. I fucking, I heard the girl. That you had brought up okay. about hitting on your let chick. Let me um let, let me let me say that you ran um, into her. The girl that hit on my chick at Amherst's birthday party last week. Uh, I ran into her backstage. Oh, you did. She goes up to me. I recognize her. Uh -huh. She goes up to me. She goes, Rocky. I go, oh, like, Fuck. what's up? She goes, I want to apologize to you. She goes, I was inappropriate and I was drunk and um you didn't deserve that and I'm sorry to you and your girl. And I go, dude, that means That's so amazing. much hey, to kudos me. kudos to her because it takes a lot to apologize. It does. And she could have went the whole route like, oh, it, it wasn't me, it wasn't me. But for her admitting, like... Not even admitting, just apologizing. Just apologizing. Yeah. And, and that's, and, and, and that's she was all it takes. Yeah, it takes apologized. a big person and so she's not big. If I said about you and you, and you correct, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say she, it was yeah. amazing. So like I gave her a hug and my chick gave her, like it was cool. Like, oh man, it was cool. I love that it she was, did it was, that. But you didn't let her hug your chick too long. I, no, I go, I go, okay, I go back, I go back up. Back up. <laughs> <laughs> that's enough of hugging. But it was cool, bro. Like, oh, glad, Shout out to her for, for, to for, for correcting Whoa. it. Oh, no, we never named her. We never named her. I never Nobody knows who. It's fine. <laughs> now they do. No, I have. Uh, there's. You said Blablisa. Sorry. <laughs> I heard Blablisa. Anyways, um, I love that she did that. Before we get into the story real fast, um, wanting one one commercial break again, and want to get some. Wait, man, we have yeah. a guest. Yeah, Amaris, how was your time? And you're not down. We didn't really see you because Amaris. Okay. Concrete's mad at That's why Concrete's not here. So I'm letting you know right mad now. At There's so many pictures of me, He's Rocky, not, and Concrete. And I, I, people are like, where's Amaris? Like, she doesn't okay, go. Okay, listen, I worked all day. I went to the gym I, at 6 a.m. I woke up at 6 a.m. I went to the gym. Right after the gym, I worked all day. So I worked until like 6. I, I didn't get home till 7. And I wasn't going to go. And I was like, you know what? Like, I saw you guys were there. And I was like, if I don't go, like, just to support, like, the... But I'm not drinking right now. I know I'm not... And I don't like to go places. So I'm not going to have a good time. So I just went to go say hi. And I left. That's it. And I didn't want to, like, go chart... You say hi party. to us, though. I... Yeah. I was gonna make my Even way. and GV left the VIP area to come all the way over and say what's up to us at the fucking table. You guys, table. I was gonna make my way, but you guys came back there right away anyway. What do you mean? Right when I got there, you guys came in the back. So all right, so fluffy wrist. <laughs> fluffy, <laughs> fluffy Camarillo. Right when I got there, I was there for maybe like twenty minutes <clears throat> in the back. You guys were there ten minutes right when I got there. You came back there, and then you came back there. We right. right back, everybody. Yeah, exactly, you guys. <laughs> Are you entrepreneur? Hit up Snap Express Printing. Snap Express Printing, they can take care of all your promotional needs. 
t-shirts hats keychains stickers you name it they got it promote your brand like you should hit up snap express printing on instagram and they'll take care of everything for you i wasn't even there for that long and you guys were in the back already good now okay everybody right. welcome back yes yep. That's not concrete. We do have a guest here. <laughs> and this up? guy went from the streets to space. Wow. wow. When they say sky one. is the limit, this guy he took, took it. Went there. He, he, he took it. From Skante Verbally? to the sky. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> you, you fucking made it to NASA. <laughs> that is amazing. Yes. I know. Sorry. Michael gets mad. No, he's the one that gets mad. Sorry. That's, hey, that's from, amazing. Bang something. from high socks to yeah. fucking high latitude. High socks to altitude, high altitude. rockets. Altitude. Yeah, that's why you're a scientist. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, a real that's, down that's asshole. So, like, I mean, I don't want to summarize the story, but, like, I know if you tell your story, on, um, it'll, be, it'll, be your, like, it'll be, like, three chapters. For sure. Well, for you, 13 chapters. But let's get into, like, I, I, I heard a little bit of your story. I know the first time you got busted. I don't want to say busted. But you went to a mental home at 10 years old. Your mom took you there. How about you yeah. introduce yourself first yes. and then you go into that? Yeah, yeah. What's up? First of all, thank you for having me. It's a pleasure um, being on the show. I remember when it first started and I was like, man, I'm going to be on that show one day. And here we are. So wow. man, no, really, manifestation is real. About a year ago, over That's a year dope. ago. For sure. Um, but yeah, my name is Jorge Urrea. Um, I go by underscore C's up one on Instagram. Um, and that's, that's pretty much it. I went from the hood to working at NASA to acting and just doing a bunch of fun stuff now. Yeah. Wow. Living, living. Tickets to when you're 10 years old. I, I, I do want to start there. I thought okay. I heard a little bit of a story. I thought it was very intense and, and tell us how long you were there for. All right. So, um, yeah, that's, that's probably when it all started as far as like my rage and, and my behavioral issues was when I was about 10. Um, I didn't grow up with my biological father. He was always in prison. Um, he was a heroin addict, uh, along with my mom at, you know, when I was born. And then after that, um, my dad being in prison, my mom met a new dude. Um, shout out Skip, rest in peace. Uh, that guy was the world to me. Um, he, he's my little brother's father. Um, but in the time that I was with him, you know, I was probably like five. He got me, you know, going in T-ball and, doing all those fatherly things. Uh, that shit. Yeah, hell yeah. And and I wasn't used to none of that. So it was almost like a feeling of being spoiled, right? Right. So, um, you know, a few years go by, and, and I, I see the issues that are in the pad with my mom and him, and um, they end up giving me a divorce, bro. And and my mom told me one day, she's like, you know what, I'm, I'm going to divorce this fucker, you know, like kind of like negative, bro, you mm -hmm. know? And I felt like my world turned upside down. Um, the only thing I could really think of was just to tell her that I wanted to kill myself, which I, I kind of did. Because he was like the only positive thing in your life. Almost. Yes. Right. And then yeah, you're yeah, 10 he, years old. He showed you what love was probably. Sure. Um, my mom, my mom at the time, you know, all her life, she's battled with alcoholism and, and other stuff like that. So this guy wasn't, you know, he, I, I even ratted on him one time because I smelled weed in the bathroom, you know, and I told my mom and it caused a big old fight and all that. <laughs> Your but, jacket says what? Yeah, yeah. Zaza Exotics. Stop <laughs> snitching. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, but you know, I, I just didn't, I, I told, I told my mom like, oh, I smell something weird in the, in the bathroom, you know, and, and 
they got in a big fight and now that i realize it like man that was nothing you know and yeah. so anyways uh they divorced and i felt like it was the end of the world and all i could do was just tell her i was gonna kill myself and so she um she told me you know what i'm tired of you telling me that we're gonna go talk to a counselor and i was like all right cool uh, you're more or less teasing i think a lot of kids i don't see a lot of kids tell our parents that but like you know or or do you think you were saying that because you you thought that if you said that maybe it wouldn't they wouldn't break up maybe they wouldn't divorce um no i, I honestly i i didn't really know i just mm -hmm. I, all i knew was that i was sad you yeah. know and my mom wasn't really trying to hear it because she was going through her thing and and all i could do was just shout at her like ah fuck this i'm gonna kill myself you meant it and as a parent i'm sure that was hard you know yeah. what i mean so she dropped she took me to the counselors and um i remember it, like it was yesterday she, the counselor showed me to the cafeteria had like a buffet style mm -hmm. cafeteria and i was a little gordo so <laughs> i was like run all that you know so <laughs> shoot it yeah i'm in there grubbing on some bomb food like mashed potato like wholesome food you you're know? loving yeah. it yeah yeah i i, I don't want to no, right? <laughs> yeah i had no i don't want to leave like no, no thought of anything abnormal and then i just finished my meal and i backtracked to where the office was and the counselor was in there by herself. And I asked her, like, where's my mom? And she said, she gave me the old, like, well, son, you know, you got some things to work on and you're going to stay here. Wow. And, and I pretty much, oh. went, I went berserk, bro. Like, they ended up calling the same day I got wow. um, in the place. They called Code Green, which at, at that facility, wow. it was called Charlie Oak Hospital. Uh, Code Green is like when there's an issue right. and, and everybody drops what yep. they're doing and they come and take care of the issue. And I was the issue, so they would. They took me to a padded room. It had like a wow. queen size bed with like a tarp wrapped, uh, a tarp wrapped. Like over the it. movies. Yeah, and it was pretty bad. Right, and I feel like that's true. Like when you, you take somebody and you make them feel crazy, they're gonna go crazy. Yeah, I was just I I, didn't, I really didn't know what to do, and I was just a mad kid already. So I just wanted to fight everyone, and yeah. um. So they they what they do is when you get to the point where they got to take you to that room. They put you in like a six point restraint. So they they put you down with leather restraints. What the fuck? Wrist, Ten year old. Yeah, uh, your wrists, your ankles, your waist, your forehead. Wow. Um, and your chest, I think. I don't I don't I'm not sure of the chest, but yeah, and, and pretty much you sleep it off for four. My hours. son just turned twelve. I can't I can't even picture that, bro. Yeah. And, mean, yeah. Oh my god. And any child would go crazy as they're doing that because you're like, what is going on? How long, like how long do you have to be there for? Literally. Um I was at so like so a while went by and I ended up adapting to it and um, I just adapting. kept beating kids up at whatever chance You're I had. You're pretty big for your size. Yeah, yeah. Buffet. I, I, I was a big kid. Yeah, <laughs> little gordo. And uh, so I'll just take flight on them and get in trouble all the time. And I ended up being there for like six months. And then they told me like as an incentive to being good, your mom was going to come visit you. So your mom hasn't even visited you in six months? No. Oh no, my And God. she didn't even say goodbye. Yeah, it was it was kind of crazy. Like, it's a lot of uh, crazy. Shout out, I want to give you a, a little 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 crazy. Shout out to my mom. Honestly, like, really? I, I love I love my mom, eh? Um, the she, trauma. I, I told her the other day that because she apologizes now, you know. Okay. That's um, good. and and I told her the other day, I said, you know what? There's no need to apologize because if all that stuff wouldn't have happened, like, I wouldn't have the chance to mm. motivate a kid now. Right. You know what I mean, I had a bogus ass story. You know what I'm saying? So, my specialty and what I want to talk to the kids about is mental health there's hope too yeah yeah 100 like and now you have someone tells it you created no that passion 
for yeah, you yeah, to do what sure. you do now? I'm um, not at the time, but oh, yeah. but now you know now that I've realized and I've gone through the stuff that I've gone through. I realize that I'm really here for a purpose, and that but that's purpose. not even your whole story. That's just the beginning of, of, of your, yeah, of your I journey. I want to know she visits you at six months, and then what? Um. Winter, summer, doesn't matter. Get off the couch and go have some fun. Go to Octane Motorsports. Follow them on Instagram, Octane Motorsports, the home of your water toys and dirt toys. Get dirty or get wet. Um, so we had a we had a just a, a visit and and I was excited to see my mom. You know what I mean? Like I I don't remember being mad or I, honestly I can't remember and so I can't speak on on how that interaction was. But I I would imagine I was excited to see my mom. Right. Yeah. You know, so six months. So right. and then uh, yeah, and I ended up being there for like a year and a half. Wow. Uh, I went from that spot to another spot that was called Delamo Hospital or something. You're like institutionalized already as a little ten year eleven year old. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I was pretty I was pretty upset. And and there the next spot you went to, you actually ran into your stepdad. Yes. Um so at the next spot, um I was just running the, the hallway like I always did, you know, going Seems to skip. little classes and stuff. Yeah, and then I, I, I hear like George and and in those places there's uh, juvenile, adolescent, and adult sections, okay. right? So um, I'm running around. I forgot what I was doing, and I heard my name, and I look, and I heard the voice, and I look back, like, oh shit, Skip's here to visit me, you know? And I look, <laughs> and, I, and I look, and he's like, your mom put me in here too. Oh. And I was like, what the wow. fuck? She was throwing and everybody maybe in Maybe she needed to be in there. <laughs> yeah, it was just, okay. you know, I, I, I don't know what was going on, but I, I, from what I understand, there was like an ultimatum made, you know, either you go here and shape up and we get to stay together or we divorce now or uh, something, you know? Yeah. Skip sounds like a really good dude, bro. <laughs> you know what? Uh, man, I love that guy, you know, and I always talk about him because he's a, he's a real staple in my life. Right. You know, he's the reason why... You know, I brought up my own stepson and I, I and it was crazy because, you know, shout out to my kids. I have four kids of my own and I and I brought up Angel, which is my step stepson uh, for the last, I don't know, 11 years. Okay. Um, but while I was being his coach in T-ball, I felt like I was living through Skip. It was a trip. Like I would try to say the same thing he told me. It was just kind of a, a goal that I reached. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. And we ended up winning like CIF or all city. I don't know what it was, but. It was just like him through me being the best coach I can be, getting kicked out, getting down with other coaches. Like, yeah. like this is passion, you know yeah. what I mean? And um, so yeah, I ran into him, and we didn't, we couldn't really talk too much just because we were in different sections. Yeah. But he just told me like, you know, keep your head up, you know, and and don't let anybody tell you anything other than what you know you're capable of. And so it's a mental place. So does Skate want to commit suicide as well? No, it was a it, it was a combination of things. It was uh, behavioral health, mental health, substance abuse. Oh. So it was like a big like a big facility, you know, that had help for all those issues. And uh, mine was depression and suicide. Um, but while I was in there, man, there was some real crazy kids. There might oh, I can imagine some real fifty one fifties. Yeah, yeah, seriously. Right. You feel like I'm, I'm taking my up my roommate. Bed. My roommate was there for like catching his sister's hair on fire while she was asleep or some shit, like some crazy stuff. And I remember I, thinking, like, you're gonna I'm beat up like too. This. When you were there, did you see like? Do you think so, some people were just kind of born wicked and crazy? Um, like, you know what? Life has taught me that. Yeah, life has taught me that there's some crazy ass people, evil people, yeah. envious people, and and it's unfortunate that those are the majority. 
Wow. I think the minority is the the good-hearted people, the genuine people, and the people that are not after something. You know, yeah. that's the minority, and that's just how life is. And we got. So was that the beginning of your? Uh, I don't want to say life of crime, but like kind of like a, of a wicked life already you're really doing that like was, you're, you're kind of like you're aggressive and yeah. you know you're fighting for sure so when you, when you got in the streets you still had the same attitude because um did you learn anything at 10 year old probably not right no i i just learned how to be i learned how to fight yeah. i learned <clears throat> to use my size to in my advantage yeah. um and i was ready you know I, I, when i got out at 12 13 years old um i hit the streets and and, um, you know, I was in sports and all that, but my temper was real short. Like, I, I was ready to just pop, you know, and, and it happened all the time. Yeah. And when I got into high school and junior high, like, that that's when I wasn't into drugs. I wasn't into drinking. I, I just wanted to hurt people. You still had a lot of that anger built up. For sure. For yeah, sure. those and, hospitals and didn't try working didn't, and get rid of it. Nah, they, I mean, was, tie a kid up and see what happens. Yeah, you know, I mean, a lot up. of them are, are just trying to earn a buck. You it's know crazy. Some girl hit me up today and she was like, hey, and, and she added me on Instagram and she liked an old picture. And she was like, hey, my oh. sister, me and my sister were both at that spot. Like, that's bad place for kids. Oh, wow. And I'm like, she's <laughs> like, I still like to be tied up. To I, honestly, <laughs> I honestly believe that. Yeah, that's that. That, yeah. that ain't. It's it's really not the the best option for a challenge kids. So. My mom, um, back in the days, I think it's shut down there. About it was right there on Monte. It was McLaren Hall. Oh yeah, yeah. And it was and, and, Yeah, and she would say she's come home with some I stories, think, I, bro. I think that would be a pretty much the same type of. Yeah, facility. McLaren Hall yeah. was kind of wicked too, as well. Like, sure. but and she said the way they treated the the kids there, it just like almost like animals, bro. I'm gonna take off this jacket. Of course, bro. Take off whatever you want. Because they're, they're all just a number. It's, it's they're like, all, it, they just make, it, they make money off of, yep, exactly. It's a profit. It's, yep. like, it's like you said, like, you tie a kid up, see what happens. Like, like tie a dog up forever in the backyard, let him loose. He's going to go wild. Yeah, for sure. He's going to go wild. Yeah, so. And that's with our kids, too. And I'm I sure mean, they give you, like, medication and things like that. Yeah, I was on Prozac. That, that are just making everything worse. They're just putting a Band-Aid over it, really. Yeah, I was on Prozac for a long time, and, and I just remember, I remember them giving it to me, and I would be like, man, I don't want to take this because yeah. it would make me feel weird you know yeah. and you know i started putting it in the side of my cheek spitting it out like five minutes later because they would like watch Check. you drink and all that so yeah that's that's my new mission man is to hopefully prevent kids from landing in those spots so from there you got out you went back to school regular school yeah and then were you so you were you troubled throughout all the way up into a certain age like did you end think, up back in jail like how did that? I think how did deep those down years inside, go? I was troubled. Like I said, I've always been. Mm -hmm. um, but I I learned to cover it up with laughter and jokes, and I was a class clown. Okay. And, you almost, know, like, I, almost like a Robin Williams when like. For sure. Like people you just had a mask really on. Going on yeah. Which a lot of comedians do. A lot. That. Yeah. A lot of people do. Look at Fluffy. That Fuck dude ain't gonna be around for a while. You know. Yeah. And, and yeah. that's no, probably that's the sign. True, though. Telltale sign. He's not happy. He didn't. He can't be happy like that, bro. Heck no. It's an act. Yeah, for sure. And so. Um, yeah, that just kept going on. Uh, so then I started resorting to violence in school, mm -hmm. um, fighting, getting expelled, all that stuff. And then, you know, gradually hanging out with the homies, brothers and, and my homies weren't necessarily from the neighborhood, but their brothers and their dads were, yeah. and I was just, I had no supervision at home. Yeah. There was nobody to tell me like my mom, the most she would do is wait for me on the porch till I get <laughs> home, you know? And yeah. yeah, you bet, you know? So, um, but yeah, one led one thing led to another, and I ended up being from the city, 
from the cities, uh, from the counties, one of the biggest gangs in the county, and yeah. and um, and it didn't pay off. You know, yeah. uh, I thought, you know, when they say you claim the fame, like in our days in the '90s, there yeah. was no such thing as claiming the fame. It was all right. The homie died at the same at the mortuary the same night. You guys, but you little homies, That's better go was. come at come back yeah. with some newspaper clippings. You know, right. type of thing. And and I kind of liked it, you know, and and um. <clears throat> You know, and then I got shot myself, so that that kind of humbled me at, at the age of twenty four. Do you think joining a gang? You think you were kind of looking for that that love? Just gonna ask that. Um, not. Are you just there already? And you're. I didn't angry. really give a shit about love. No. Yeah. Like, I I was never showed love as a kid. Um, I mean, you know, my mom. I'm sure she told me she loved me, and you know, she she took care of me as best as she could. Yeah. But as far as like love and nourishing, yeah, like I wasn't. I never, I never fathomed the idea of being loved by my neighbor. You were a like, perfect candidate for a gang member. For like sure, you were almost breeded to be yeah. a gang member. As because sad as you it had, sad, it was it like emotionless. Like yeah, my thing was like gang banging. Like I, I wasn't, I've never been into political stuff. Like I, I would just raise my hand to hurt someone. You just you want know? to do for the like, that. Uh, I mean, at the end of the day, when you go gang bang, it is an adrenaline rush. For at sure. some point, you know what I mean? Like you get it. Just it is what yeah, it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah, I would. You know? And I and. Being that I had a clear mind, like I, I would still do all that stuff in front of my kids, in front of my whoever. Like I, I really didn't care because I just felt like I was untouchable, you know. And yeah. and like I said, you know, getting shot five times will humble you down and 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 make you realize that. So the day that you got shot, I would assume you almost died. Yeah. When you came back, you know, you healed up and you got better. Was that when you? you switched your life up right away um, not, not necessarily okay. um i still had trouble mentally now now i had more issues of course you know what i'm saying i had the what ifs i had the depression the why am i still here all that stuff not to mention the anger against whoever was responsible yeah um so after i got shot um i ended up going to jail again uh this time it was for running to my mom's uh, husband over um and and I'm I'm a big believer in respect because that's pretty much all I had all yeah. my life. You know what I mean? I never had money. I never had any love. I never had anything but I'll give you respect. the utmost respect. Like mm -hmm. and I and you I expected, expected it back, it back yeah. at all all times, you know what right. I mean? And that was one of my downfalls is that I expected it back. And so, you know, he disrespected me and one thing led to another and that accident happened and now I was on the run for attempted Allegedly. murder. Allegedly. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I got convicted of it, so oh, it really doesn't did. matter. And he's dying of cancer or something now, so it, yeah. it really don't matter to me. But right. the the fact of the matter is, like, I I believe in for every action, there's a reaction of course. in life. Yep. You know, and um, my reaction was due to his action, and that's when I changed my life. I went to jail. I was facing like 15 years to like 15 minimum. And that almost anybody down right there. Yeah, and um, <clears throat> and then all of a sudden, like, this is a crazy. It, it, this is crazy because it, this is what took for me to realize, like, man, what am I doing? You know. So I, I would just got shot, lost my brother, rest in peace, Omar, um, Gato from Flores. Um, I lost him. I pretty much lost everything. My, my life, my kids, everything. Your brother was with you the day you got shot. Yeah, correct? yeah, we got shot together. Um. Omar Prado, we we were on our first trip to Vegas and we didn't make it, you know. And wow. and I ended up making it in a medevac helicopter, but he didn't. But um, 
um yeah so after after that shooting and stuff i i was still dealing with demons you know and and when i went to the county or i went i was in supermax and um i came back from court stressing it like my mom was in court her husband was in court the the everything was against me and um did you care at that point i didn't you got got life or not you're like fuck it it is what it is nah nah i really didn't um I was rocking and rolling with the homies. I had a cast yeah. on my leg. I was smashing fools out with my cast on. They were calling me football because I would kick fools. <laughs> like, you were, but all of this was still built up anger, though. I was just living the life that I thought was meant for, for you. Me. Yeah, 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 you thought right. those were your cards. I'm going to live it the fucking best, the best I that can. I could. Yeah, and I, I'm, from, you know, I'm from Florida. And, and, you know, that that's... When you that's, do something, you go all in. Yeah, yeah, like for sure. Like I, I, I said, you know what? This is what I'm destined to be, so I'm going to be notorious. Be the best you know? at it. And so um, I run into this black dude uh, as I'm going into the dorm and uh, he crawls out of the third, you know, the very bottom bunk and he crawls out and he's like, hey, can I talk to you? And I'm like, hell no. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, you know where we're at? Yeah, what do you mean? <laughs> yeah, there's like 80 dudes in here. Uh-huh. Hell no, yeah, right? So <laughs> long story short, I end up talking to him because I'm not a dick either. I, like, again, I, I believe respect. in respect. He approached so, you with respect. Yeah, so um, so I let him talk, and his first words were like, oh, man, you know, I, I see. How, how's your injuries doing? I, I know you, you got hurt pretty bad, and you lost your brother and this and that. And I'm looking at him like... He knew your whole story. I was like, what the fuck? And I, mind you, this dude looked like... Picture like a 75-year-old Snoop Dogg. Okay. Matted cornrows, gray, like just like dirty vato right like just bit, maybe was homeless before he got busted or yeah. something oh, wow. and um and so we're talking in the middle of the day room and he's telling me some key words that's making me engage to him right and one of his things that he told me that i'll never forget is that uh he said you know you need to pay respect to god and and you know show him the love that he deserves and this and that and if he don't he's like um, he has the power to pluck someone greater than than your brother, like one of your kids, to make you realize there is a God, you know. And, and I was looking he at him, like, you pretty strong. Wow. And I was looking at him like, what the fuck? Like I was in tears, bro. Because now I'm thinking like, what does Fu know that I don't know? Like I need right. to call my kids. What the fuck, you know? And he's like, you know, I, I'm a prophet from God, and I'm here to give you this message. And Jeez. and you really need a wow. what happened to you? He's like you. You made it for a reason, and you need to notice that and realize what you're here for. You have a purpose. Amen. And when, and so I kind of shook him. Right, I was I was crying like a little, like all emotional and shit. And I shook him, and I went back to my bunk, and I told the homie from Monrovia, like, "Damn, dude, did you see that shit?" And he was like, "What?" And I'm Plant like, "Plant that seed, huh?" Yeah, he was like. I told him I was talking to that Dinto for a while, but oh, you didn't see that? Like, is anybody saying anything? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, you have a shadow? Yeah, yeah. he's like, nah. He's There's like, no what are you talking about? And I'm like, dude, what? I was talking to this fool right here, and I and I pointed at his bunk, bro, and that shit was empty, dog. That goosebumps. I like, had, no fucking When I heard way. this story, you, when I first heard this, I like, it gives oh, me chills. It, gives, it makes my yeah. eyes water because it's so real. And, and that shit's real. I, my yeah. eyes are getting watery too, but. Oh my god! And that's that's when I was like, you know what? Like I have no choice but to change. You know right. what I mean? And it's so crazy because you talked about this one time. Then you talk about like how in jail, like they say there's spirits everywhere and people see lot things of demons all the time. In jail. But you actually saw the opposite. It was a that, prophet. That was crazy. Yeah. Um. Yeah. And and again, I, I had no choice but to wow. 
know that it was real because of the stuff he was telling me. You know what I mean? Like, well, was, of course, he knew things that yeah, yeah, nobody was, should nobody know. should know. Especially the dude he Especially, was. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, yeah. I ran I ran to some prophets he in my sends. life, and they just know, like, like how do you know that? Yeah, like it's, which engages you. Like you have no choice but to. Because you could have yeah. been a dick and just turn, and then that would have been a, For sure. like. And you, you try to you try to not talk to him. Yeah, at I, first, I, right? I shook him off. He was like, "No, nah, man, I got something to tell you." God sends them, but yeah, you don't have a choice. You never see him again. And he'll send people in all shapes, sizes, and forms. You'll never know. Wow, that happened to me another time too. That that. Those things, it's almost like maybe because I almost died and I kind of, because I'm not going to lie, when I was laying there for three hours before the helicopter picked me up. Three I hours? Three hours? Concrete? Yeah. Yeah, because back then, uh, the place where we got shot, it was pretty rural. Like, there was nothing nearby. Yeah. yeah. And and it was like either 90 miles to one civilization or 90 miles it's to- It's the middle one. of the desert. Yeah. And so- we had uh, an hour and a half went, I, I don't mean to backtrack, but an hour and a half yeah. went by and one highway patrol got there and he was the one that put the tarp over my brother and he was, Fuck. you know, with me checking my vitals, all that. But all that time that I had, bro, there was people grabbing my phone. I called my mom like, hey, mom, Omar died. I'm right here. Like, wow. I don't know what's going to happen next, mom. But shit look for me type of thing i i had no clue what was happening you know because everything yeah. happened so fast boom, a lot boom. of people are more connected in the spiritual world i feel like you're connected like that even like you said with um i don't know if you could talk about about the crows and all that yeah right yeah there. yeah and and you know all that stuff is is it's spooky but in all actuality it's reality yeah. bro like people's intentions i tell the people that I, that i have i don't i don't really kick it with a lot of people <laughs> you know what i mean i never have um my brother was like the only one that I ever kicked it with, and even like in the hood, yeah. like we, it was only me and him, yeah. whatever, you know. And and the purpose is because you can never trust trust somebody else's, um, like what Intention. what they're really in, intent, yeah, like what's your real intent, you know. Right. And it's not until you get yourself in situations where you're getting shot at twenty times to make you realize, like, man, you you are solid. You know, and, and there's not too many people like that. So anyways, I tell my people that I, I surround myself with that you just don't know other people's intentions. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And I learned that even even now that I'm, you know, changing my life and being a motivator and helping youth and all that stuff. I still have in the back of my mind that not everybody has a positive intent. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And unfortunately, that can cause a little wall that you put up. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, it's to protect yourself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And in this world, we're all in it for ourselves at the end of the day. When you're gasping for air and you're asking God to save your life, you're alone. You know what I'm saying? And and so it, it did cause a lot of a lot of negativity, but at the same time, it caused a bunch of positivity. And it's not till now that I'm realizing it. And I'm working with what, what God gave me, and, and that was just Tell chance. us about the NASA. How did you get into NASA? Yeah. Do, NASA. We, do we take one more break, or we're done? No, we're, 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 we're rolling, bro. Let's roll it then. Let's, Let's roll do it. it. Let's do it. Uh, so NASA. Um, yeah, that, that's yeah. That's so I get out of jail, jail right? To NASA. Yeah, so I so check this out. So I <laughs> get out of jail. How does he alive right now? I'm intrigued. <laughs> I am intrigued. that guy. We're going to study this motherfucker's yeah. body. <laughs> so, um, so I go to jail. Um, I'm fighting like 15 years minimum. Um, I have I, ha I ended up having to like send homies to my mom's house and and figure that whole thing out like you know our our friend your son cannot go to jail for this amount of time for something false you know yeah. so I ended up getting out like in 18 months um, when I got out I had a it went from attempted murder to assault with a deadly weapon with great bodily harm 
Yeah. And which is a violent felony on GBI, my record. right? Yeah. And so being that it was a violent felony on my record, I wasn't under, I didn't know that it was going to be so hard to get a job. Like all my life. That's a strike, I, right? No, I I didn't take a strike. Oh, you didn't take no, it. But he's no. considered a felon, so that that's no. So so we um yeah, and I didn't take a strike because at the time that I got shot and and you know, the time that all that stuff was going on, I was going to school to be a medical assistant from my medical assistant i wanted to be a nurse all that stuff so in the back of my mind i was like if i go to if i get a strike i'm never going to be able to get my nursing license yeah like I, you can't get the board license oh, so yeah. yeah so i kept that in my mind and and you know god started working with me then bro and, and that's all i can explain because people are like damn fool you, you're gonna get like 10 years minimum you know and and i ended up getting out in like two shakes of a lamb's tail bro and so when i got out now i fought with homelessness Cause I don't have a family, you know what I mean? I have my mom who's struggling with her own things. You just ran over her husband. Yeah, yeah I just that, ran over that, her husband. They're, they're Dinners fighting. would be awkward. Yeah, <laughs> things are crazy. So I was staying in parks around the Covina area and, and like uh, Hollenbeck Park. I was there for a while. Um, just getting ran out of different parking lots from the cops, all that stuff. And then uh, I couldn't get a job, bro. I yeah. couldn't even get a job at a staffing agency, nothing. Wow. And then, it's hard to even live anywhere because I'm a strike felon. Not because you're served by, like, when I was trying to get an apartment, mm -hmm. you, can't, you can't be a felon to live in certain uh, apartments. Yeah. It's fucking hard, bro. Yeah, that shit's sad, bro. But so, yeah, I, I, um, I was just homeless, bro. Like, I, I didn't want to put no burden on anybody. You know, I had homies that were like, oh, I'm at a hotel. Come by. Let's chill, whatever. I'll take advantage, take a shower. You know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, for the most part, I was on my own again. You know, and I think it was a blessing because, again, I didn't do drugs. I didn't drink. All I had, bro, was time to think. You know what I mean? Yeah. And and so, yeah, I ended up uh, reaching out to um, some lady that I used to work with. Her husband was a lawyer in the La Puente <clears throat> area. Mm -hmm. um, and I got at him and I told him, hey, I, I need to expunge this record, bro. I need a job. He's like, yeah, just shoot like $3,500. I'm like, man, I'm homeless. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I'm literally homeless. I'm on GR. Like, I'm fucking just in the dumps, yeah. you yeah. know? The lowest of the low. Yeah, I'm, I don't have a good relationship with my kids. Like, I really, it was either like I need help or I'm about to just blow, blow this back. place up. Yeah, like, fuck it. So he kind of told me the steps on how to do the expungement, and I took them. I went to Van Nuys Court. I filed my own expungement. I got my own fee waiver, all that stuff. And all then, while you're homeless. Yeah. You I just, just wow. did it by yourself. Yeah, I just pulled up to Van Nuys Court one day. Well, I need to talk to you after. Yeah. And, um, and two months later, I got a, a letter back from the judge. I wrote like a five page five pages to the, because in the packet, it'll tell you like, write, write why you should be expunged, right? right? So um, like two months later, the judge wrote me back. And he's like, in my in my forty years on the bar, I never wrote such, I never read such a sincere letter, blah blah Jesus. blah. Wow. And because of that, I'm expunging your felonies, like all your record. <coughs> Look so at like, God, right? Yeah. So now I'm like, I get the letter, right? Me at this time, me and my brother, we got our little apartment in Conoco Park, um, one bedroom. We were sleeping. We had like one a mattress in the whole apartment. We would uh, we would eat um, spreads with dried beef jerky from Capri Deli because okay. I had a homie that worked there, so he would shoot me like pounds of mm -hmm. Capri Deli beef right jerky, here. right? So it was bad, bro. And when I got that letter, I told my brother, "Hey, look at this shit! Well, Department of Justice giving me an expungement." 
And, and uh, he's like, what does that mean? I'm like, I don't know, but I know it's something good, you know. So I right away I went, applied to for a job. I got it. Um, After that, I, I met my girl, which is my fiance now. We've been together 11 years, Francine. Um, when I met her, she introduced me to her brother. Her brother ended up working for a cable company. And so uh, he's like, you want a job? Because I was, you know, I, I was surviving. However that meant, like, I was surviving. And how right? old were you at this time? This was, uh, I was, shit, I don't know, 11 years ago. I was 30. He doesn't want to say two? his age. 31. Okay. You were in your early 30s. Let's go with that. <laughs> okay. And so uh, so he got me, he's like, you want a job? And I was like, yeah, shoot it. You know, if I've always been like, if someone offers you a job, you would be a fool not to take it. Right. You know what I mean? Because it ain't every day someone Especially if you're jobless. Yeah. 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 So he's like, you want a job? I was like, yeah, shoot it. So he gets me a job with the cable company. I didn't even know how to install a DVD player, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Four months later, I'm like top producer, just killing it, right? Because my thing has always been also to prove everybody wrong, bro. Yeah. Like even when I was going to school for medical assisting, I worked as a phlebotomist for like six years. And I worked with doctors and this and that. And everybody would look at me because I had a shaved head and yeah. I was a gangster, you know. Mm -hmm. And so from that experience, I learned how to prove people wrong and adapt to my surroundings and not talk like a fucking gangster and all that stuff. So it, it helped me, right? So then, um, so I, I kill it at the cable company. My mother-in-law ends up being like, man, you know, what, what are you planning to do? Like, oh, because I was working six days a week and my check was like $25 because now I had to pay all my child support. I had all, all that yeah, time. All the restitution? Oh all that. No, um, I had done that already. Okay. Before you had to do, before you get your expungement, you had a, you have to be clear of probation, gotcha. parole, no fees pending, nothing. No tail, nothing. Nothing. Wow. And so, um, so my mother-in-law, Lupe, she's like, what do you, you know, I, you have a resume? Give me a resume. I know you're a hard worker. You know, I'm going to see what I could do. And I was like, I don't have a resume. So she <laughs> helped me make my resume. And then she, she worked for a contractor HR for NASA. Right. Mm -hmm. So she's like, I'm going to throw out your resume and just see what happens. You never yeah. know. And like two months yeah. later, I get a call back. And they're like, yeah, we're a recruiter for NASA. Are you still interested? I was like, hell yeah. Don't like, what's up? To infinity and beyond. Yeah, bro. And, and, and like, so when like, does that ever happen? You get a call from NASA? Yeah, like, so I'm like. I would have been like, fool, shut up. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I was like, uh, wait, who again? Like, I'm trying joke? to find, figure out their voice, uh -huh. you know? And so, uh. So I said, yeah, I'm still looking for a job. What's up? And they're like, okay. <laughs> yeah. And then like. I'm going to go bang on some Martians or what, Omi? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then they're like, all right, well, we got a, we got a position for you. How much are you making now? So while I was work with the cable company, I was with a contractor. So it was piecework. Yeah. So you got paid on your work. You know what I mean? So and because all my deductions and all that. I was making $25 a week, right? Yeah. Yeah. So even my girl was like, dude, why don't we ever go out? Like, do you have a girl or what? And I was like, hell no, nah, I'm fucking broke, <laughs> dude, you know? And so, so, uh, what was I saying? Yeah. So, so I, I get the call back from yeah, the Yeah. I, they asked you how so much So they're like, making. okay, let's, let's see what we could do, blah, blah, blah. So that we'll give you a call back. So they call me back and they're like, okay, so what's your, what's your rate? What are you getting paid now at your current job? And I was like, uh, like $23 an hour. Right? Which yeah. was bullshit. There was really no right. count. Yeah. And so they're like, okay, the best we could do is twenty four. I was like, 
say less where do i where do i go they're like okay you have an interview all this <laughs> so i ended up killing like four panel interviews so uh so yeah <laughs> I, left her early. <laughs> yeah, I brought out my i brought out my court clothes and i and i went <laughs> for real and yeah. I, I, I had just beat a trial that my mother-in-law helped me get through like for four years some people that's another chapter right. but anyways so i had court clothes yeah so i put them on and i went and i got, and i did my thing you know and i Gotta found myself hired by working at jpl jet propulsion laboratory Congratulations. Wow. Wow. Yeah, i've been man. jpl a couple of times it's a nice little place yeah right it's, there, it's amazing um are you still currently there no no, I just left uh, about he a stole month ago. He stole the rocket. He's Elon Musk. He's at SpaceX now. No, I left a month ago because um, with that job, even though it was a blessing, again, I killed it. I, I got the President's Award. Wow. Uh, no way. Yeah, I was able to get- Shout out um, Obama. Wait, what's the President's <laughs> Award, though? Explain that, because that's a cool thing to get. It's like, yeah, I mean, it's amazing. not like from the President of the United States. I mean, it's whatever pres president. The President and CEO the from the company. company. Yeah, yes. um, that, you know, just for outstanding work and um, good attitude and all that stuff. And and I took that I took that very personal because, again, I proved them everybody it's wrong. Recognition, for yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. And, and I'm there with- I'm the only one with tattoos. Literally a People gang think member Flores is like my last <laughs> name at work. Yeah. And I'm a gang member at yeah. JPL. You know what I mean? Wow. And that's something that I that's something that I, I cherish. Um people can take it negatively. Some people take it positive, but yeah. I'm still a gang member. You know, I my mission to motivate these kids, I feel, is gonna be stronger because I'm still good in my city. Yeah. You know what I mean? I met uh you for the first time. When yeah. you're taking your son to get uh, a upgrade. haircut at Upgrade Barbershop in Almani, I was doing a community event, giving back 300 backpacks to my hood. You know and I mean? haircuts. Wow. And 30 free haircuts. Jeez. Yeah, all kinds of stuff. And so <clears throat> I that's why I, I, you know, when people are like, oh, my, because, you know, why, why are you still a gang member? And I'm like, I almost died from my gang. Like, I would be damned to give that up and all that time lost. You know what I mean? Like, although I'm going at it a different avenue now. You know, I'm using that. Oh, you don't encourage it. it more of a, not at yeah. all. Yeah, not at all. I don't encourage gang violence, none of that stuff. But on the same token, I'm not. I'm also not in the position to knock these kids down for being gang members. You know, what my position is is to talk to them and let, have them realize that being a gang member or being a part of anything like that, yeah. there's going to be some lonely times. You know what I'm saying? And these kids throw in the towel too easy. And that's when I come in, like, hold up. <laughs> I wanted to throw right. in the towel, too, but things are going to be better if you keep positive and keep determined, you know, to make it better. So And and being a gang member doesn't mean you have to stay on the streets because look at you. You went to NASA. Like, you can yeah. still be somebody. I, you can still yeah. do something I, with your life and, and change lives. For sure, for sure. And, and, and that's why I keep doing more stuff. I keep acting. I keep doing stuff so I can build my portfolio so... When the time comes, which is coming, because I got some crazy projects coming up, good, man. Wow. Um, I'm going to put everything on the table, you know, and I'm going to tell these kids, look, this is what I was just like you. And this is what I became. And this is what I am now. Like, please trust me on this. You know, like, I'll, I'll help you get trust through the process. It. Yeah, for sure. And and the key is just being positive, bro. Like, I went through a lot of years not giving a fuck with that whole I don't give a fuck. You know what yeah. I mean? And I found, and I just told the homie the other day, but I found myself being on the losing end of every everything. Like, yeah. what the fuck, you know? And then 
So finally, I'm like, man, I'm gonna try to give a fuck. Yeah, <laughs> and, and you probably want You're probably now want to be somebody that you never had for sure. Or somebody for sure. that and was just like you know. You. And we had people, you know, people telling us, "Oh, don't do this, don't do that." But who are they? Exactly. You know, what I'm no saying? one you like, could relate to. Exactly. exactly. Like they wait. don't know. They don't, they've never Ooh, walked yeah. a day in your shoes. You know shoes. what I'm saying? So so fast forward now. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a project coming with. Uh, I collabed with a nonprofit organization called Operation Street Kids. And um, we're putting together a campaign of a school tour, and I'm going to talk to... The goal is all the schools in the SGV, uh, starting with Almani Unified and Montview Unified. Okay. And the goal is to reach 87 schools around L.A. County and just talking on some motivational stuff to these kids, targeting the challenged ones. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, it was brought to my attention that the schools liked the idea, but they wanted to focus on the challenged ones. But my my reply was, how do you know who's challenged and yeah. not? Um, you know what I'm saying? I could hide that real good. Yeah. You know, I could I be could, challenged. I could plug you in with my mom. She's a big shot for Laco. Okay. And all they do is, um, they like my mom, like I said, back in the day, she's McLaren Hall, yeah. worked her way up, got her got her master's and so on. But all they do is um, kids that come from camp, juvenile hall, like, yeah. you know, trouble kids. Yeah. That's all she does. So, um. She's always looking for good speakers. Okay. Go to camps or whatever it is, or even schools. So, um, if you don't mind, nah, man, that, her, man. Like I said, man, yeah. I I left I left NASA for this very reason, and and that very reason was to have time to do yeah. this. You know, I always say I don't believe in God's plan, but man, this, this I can say this is like God has a plan Literally, for you, bro. There's like, a purpose for you. Absolutely. I, I I appreciate that, and I take that I take that to heart. You know, because uh, all these years, people talking to me, they're like, man, you have a purpose, you have a purpose. But I ignored Jeez. it. I ignored it for Do so long. Do you ever, long. bro? Uh, and now, within the last, I'd say within solid the last 10 years. Genuinely feel like you know. I realize that now it's time. Like, I, I haven't. I haven't been in trouble with the law since 2005. Yeah. Congratulations. Like I, I just, yeah, sure. um, it's just a different vibe, bro. Like, I just, um, we wanted a real guest. Like when we came back, a real people, real stories. Like we had a lot of people that hit us up, but yeah. G Money, hey, let's get this guy on, let's get Thank this you, guy man. on, bro. Appreciate that. Yeah. And I go okay, and I, I, I and I did you. listen to one of the other podcasts. Go, this guy's dope. I was trying to listen to the whole thing, but it was like yeah. over two hours long. For sure, for sure. But just the first thirty minutes, I was like, jeez, Thank very you. wow, you know. Thank so you. I want to thank you for coming on, bro, and shedding some light to street scholars once again. Like we haven't heard a good story like that, and. It's been a while. Been a yeah, while. This, this is you. this is big. This is definitely something we needed again. And motivating me. Mix. You motivated me for street scholars. A lot scholars of people. Again. 100%. A lot of people watch street scholars for stories like this. You know what I'm saying? That's that, what, that's, that's, that's a foundation. That's our it bread holds and it butter, in the right? Even, even it for it in the yeah, name. because and, yeah. Oh no, go ahead. Good. Um, I mean personally, bro. I mean when I when I heard about you, your story. I mean coming from the same neighborhood. You know, like growing up in Monte, it's never easy. You know what I'm saying? Like, and it still isn't. It still isn't. Shout out to the city. And Keep your heads up. We got some good things yeah, coming. Yeah, I mean, especially with this dude right here. Um, thank you again, bro. And I know you reached out to me about a year and a half ago, and he told me like, "Hey, man, my dream is to be on Street Scholars." And I'm like, "Fuck, <laughs> one day, bro. I'm gonna I'm see what I could do." For sure. And I had to hit you up, and I know it was kind of last minute. I think I hit you up yesterday, the day before. Yeah. Like, "Hey, for are you free this day?" And they were like, "Yeah." And I'm like, "Fuck, that means a lot." You know what I'm yeah. saying? Um, like, everything. It's like, especially in your life, it, it seems like. Everything is happening for a reason. Like I said, I'm gonna get. I don't do the God's plan, but like yeah, yeah. when I'm hearing you talk and <laughs> when Concrete couldn't make it today, and we go, we get an extra seat. It just it Everything, all the, line, out. Yeah. the perfect it's alignment. Crazy, like 
God does have a plan for you, you, bro. Honestly, and I think even for like people now, because we live in a very, and I know I say this and some people can argue, but it's a very dark time. And people say it's always been a dark time, but I feel like it's just, it's different now. And it could be because now everything's more accessible, social media. We see everything now. Everything's, there's a light on everything we see. But I feel like, especially with COVID happening, there's so many people who are living in a dark place, just like they lost their job and now they don't have anything. Housing is so expensive. There's so many more people people on the streets that are homeless like there's so many things going on and so many people who want to give up but like your story's like a perfect example like just keep working hard and Mm -hmm. keep pushing and don't give up because there's always light you know at the end of the tunnel like darkness is going to be there but maybe it's for a reason to push you to be something else because so many of us even myself we're not living our purpose because Mm -mm. we're fear like we're fearful you know of something happening we're scared Mm -hmm. we're comfortable or we just can't yet but if you just keep trying and you keep pushing and you don't give up like the light is there like it's there you just you you gotta and that's what i mean like i I, want to clarify it's not that i don't believe in god's plan i think god has a plan for everybody everybody has a purpose yeah but it's up to you to go with this plan. Right. Like, yeah. like if, if somebody just, if I you gotta do some stupid shit, yeah. stupid things happen to you. Yeah. God's you know giving I mean? you the tools, but you got to put the You took that man, like, you, you see God's plan, and you went with it. You yeah. could have went the other direction, too. Yeah. You could have went the devil's Real plan. Real quick, which sure. a lot of people do go that way. It's, it's easier. easier. It's easier. It's easier. Mm-hmm. And, and going back to the dark times we're living in, I think that, I think the purpose of me starting to motivate these youngsters and, and starting to really put one step in front of the other to get it going is... Cause I, I have kids and 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 I've seen the um, the hurt that they go through, just to keep tabs on Instagram and social yep. media. Like our kids are hurting and killing themselves because they can't reach a certain stigma that is yeah what they feel that is, is pumping into these youth. And it's all know? just a facade. It's, it's not even yeah. real. That's the thing. It's and, fake. Mm-hmm. And 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 these kids. Right now is the time where they need to hear like, wait, 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 don't give up. Like, don't you have a purpose? I, I'm look at me. You know what I'm saying? I'm not. I'm not making this shit up. I don't even have a high school diploma, let alone work at NASA. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, wow. it's because I didn't give up. You know what I'm saying? And and that's and not giving up and being positive like brings miracles. And God, and don't and take you, the easy route. Yeah, never. Don't take the easy never. route. Like the, the harder things, it's always worth. The, the price is always bigger. Sure. I have yeah. a feeling in life. after this episode, like NASA's gonna get a bunch of applications, as they, as they should. Just they mark, should. just mark yes, like I did. <laughs> hey, see, I want to thank you for coming thank on, you. bro. Thank you again. And, and I mean, from the bottom of my heart, bro, I'm glad it was you that's, that kicked the shit off the street scholars game. I'm glad you. it was you. you. Me it was too. amazing. Thank you guys. I know we could be here all night. Yeah. Sure. But it was just it was perfect, bro. I'm it inspired. was amazing. Um come back anytime you want. Yeah. We do want to um, keep up with your lifestyle, with your acting, and everything a, you're doing. I have a book coming out and or, and I have a a, a documentary go. short film coming out pretty soon and it's Let called Why Keep Us Posted. Yeah. Let yeah. us Everybody know. sees, follow Thank me on Instagram. Yeah. Thank you. Tell your um if you have like nephews, kids, grandkids, follow this guy, inspire yeah. them. If you can't talk to them, maybe you can follow him yes. and maybe um he could work on them as well. You know? Yeah. Um, Shout out to out. everybody Thank out there. We appreciate you. Make sure you go to trailer and say fuck Fluffy. We are out. (laughs) Subscribe, follow, share. Peace. Bye. Bye.